There is a brand new dark comedy on Apple TV Plus called Bad Sisters. It is set in Dublin, Ireland, but originally based on a Flemish TV series called Clan, critically acclaimed Flemish series called Clan. I believe it was rebranded as The Outlaws when it was sent to the international market. But Bad Sisters is a complete reworking of the show. This one was written by Sharon Horgan, who is also one of the main stars of the show. And it centers around a group of tightly knit sisters. They lost their parents when they were very young and Sharon Horgan plays the eldest sister, Eva, who has raised her four siblings. Now, one of the siblings is in a horrible, horrible marriage to the worst man on the planet. And I cannot <laughs> emphasize how horrible this human being is, which just makes the series all the more delicious. But she's married to this horrible man and she's emotionally tortured and abused. And the other four sisters decide that they need to save her. And the only way for them to do that is to kill this son of a bitch. To take matters into their own hands, Uma. Thus, the premise of this just incredibly funny, dark, aggravating show. I love it so much. Like, it is a weekly show on Apple TV+. Plus. We were granted access to all 10 episodes. I just binged through all of them. I could not stop watching because I was just like, oh, I want to see what the son of a bitch does next. Oh, I hate him so much. I want him to die. It's one of those shows. I have the opposite reaction. I I have trouble getting through episodes. And look, I agree with you. I completely love this. I think the five sisters are amazing together. But the prick is so just... I was explaining it to you how... In an American show, the prick role, he will be a jerk, you know? He'd be a jerk, and that's palatable. In an English show, the prick will be a little more vile. But in this one, he is just despicable. Bahir keeps calling him the prick. That's actually what all of the sisters refer to him. He shows up on their phones as the prick. Even if I told you his name, it'd be pointless. So I will refer to him as the prick. The writing in this, I completely disagree when you say it's a dark comedy because there is very little funny here because it's so... It's difficult to watch, not because it's bad, but because the character is so well-written for you to hate. For me, the funny comes from the darkness. It's funny because it's so cruel and dark. It's not ha-ha jokey funny. No, no, no. It's the situations they find themselves in, which had me laughing out loud. Which is why... Oh, oh mate, I love this show. Like, Clay's Bang, who plays the prick. He is, of course, the Danish actor. He's best known for Ruben Ostlund's The Square, I believe, which won the best Oscar for foreign film. I think in 2017... It was actually shown here in Malaysia on GSE International. Yes, it won the Palm d'Or, not the Oscar. Palm d'Or. But also yeah, a fantastic yeah. movie. And he is so, so great. And just going back to what you said, I think it was very smart to make this character completely irredeemable. Because yes. if four people or five people are plotting to kill this dude, 
you cannot undermine like murder is a horrible thing and so you cannot undermine their goodness and it has to be completely justified and yes, so yeah. you cannot find anything in this character to love there may be a single moment where you think ah i understand why grace loves him no nope, no nope, don't get it no nope, he's an asshole he like yeah. he flies by so quickly right and yeah. i think the writing is so brilliant in doing that I think the way it handles the twists like you haven't reached the end by here yet but of course you know you're not going to find out how they kill him in the first or second episode it's drawn out it's very well done because I didn't find that frustrating like normally when they do this I'm just like uh get to the point already you're just drawing this out for the sake of it but all of the actions they take and all of the very very funny consequences of those actions actually play out in a very good way so It's not frustrating you don't feel like they are drawing this out unnecessarily for 10 episodes and when you finally reach the end and everything is revealed it is a double triple twist so like you think you know what happens and then it's something else and then it's something else so it's all very clever the key thing here is that despite the description of the show being about the death of the prick that is not the point of the show they're not drawing out the 10 episodes dangling along this murder that's going to happen and and trying to entice you to come back because the point of the show isn't the murder of the prick it's how these four women get to that point where they murder the prick first episode it opens up the prick is dead is the funeral done right like you're there you're not spending the next 9 10 hours of this series trying to find out the mystery. The mystery has been solved. They killed him. We don't know how, but it's not important. Why they did it is important. And the way they show the story through these flashbacks is absolutely brilliant as well because as you enter the series in the first episode, there are so many interesting points with regards to who these individuals are as sisters that you do not know. And throughout the show, I was just like Oh, I want to find out what happened to this person. Why is this person so broken? Why does the sister only have one eye? Let me tell you, there are not enough one-eyed women on television, and this series oh, yeah. fixes that problem. It is great. Yeah. And so there are all these interesting, let's call them Easter eggs about these characters that you discover as the series progresses, and the flashbacks are used in very smart ways. It's not it's not the annoying kind of flashbacks that we hate. It's not lazy. It's not used to withhold information. I think that's the most important part. The flashbacks are not there to answer a question that was asked a scene before that. You know, the flashback is there to build character, it's to build motivation. It's essentially telling the story linear but then just removing it and placing it in different spots. So in that sense, the flashbacks really really work. It doesn't annoy me at all. I just want to say I don't hate this show. I don't not like it. I love this show. I just find it really really hard to watch. But it's supposed to be, Because right? Because he's such a dick. This he's I'm oh my god, the things he does. It just feels so Ugh. And you haven't even gotten to the worst parts, bhai. It gets worse. I know how the eye patch happens that's where i am i think i'm episode 4 uh, i'm just ahead of what it's on air now but man this show you know what it is as well there are not enough shows where there are not just one strong female lead not just two but 
an ensemble of female leads that are so beautifully written that it's so filled with color and character they're not just gossipy women they're not just bitchy women they are women with drive compassion story background backdrop everything lah it's such well-written characterizations. All of it feels real. They feel like real sisters from the very second you meet them on screen. And I think Sharon Hogan is the showrunner, lead writer. She does such an incredible job in crafting these characters and then finding the cast to match. Like, Bibi and Becca are the youngest in the family and their back and forth being the babies of the family make total sense. Like, it's exactly how... Like the two younger siblings in a family would relate and react to one another. And there is a dynamic within that family that feels completely real. You understand why Grace is the way she is. Eva is the de facto mother of the sisters and therefore she too is protective of certain sisters more so over the others because they're older. Like all of that dynamics is right there on screen from episode one. Like you see it develop and how it became that way throughout the series through all of those flashbacks but it's intensely believable from the first minute you see them. I think that the writing is just so fucking good. It's not one of those like, oh, it's good writing for five female characters on screen it's just good writing full stop. I can't think of a, a series with an ensemble of men where the show will be this well written either. This is just really good writing. There's also two insurance investigators played by Daryl McCormick uh, and Brian Gleason. Even uh, their dynamic is great. Like everyone in the show is a different kind of asshole and they all have their own yes. problems and everyone is incredibly kind of selfish in thinking that their problems are the most important problems. Or that they are the only ones that can solve the problem. And that perfectly describes Brian Gleason's Thomas Claflin and watching these two bumbling insurance investigators is also very, very funny. And so there are these multiple arcs and everything kind of pays off at the end of episode 10. So it'll be great if there's a season two and they may go in a completely different direction, but you can rest easy that this story winds itself up in a really nice way. So it's like a novel, beginning, middle, end, by the end of episode 10, the mystery resolves itself, right? And it's a very cool mystery and, an, and, a, and a very satisfying resolution. Okay, okay. But I have to say, even after reaching that point, as satisfying as the resolution was, that's not the point of the show. For me, it was the journey. Like, uh, the ups and downs I felt while watching every episode of the show, fantastic. Yeah, I... And yes, why you're supposed to hate him. It's supposed to be difficult. I think that's the whole point. Like, I was cringing in my seat with every fucking episode. It's so good. My apprehension to this show is the fact that the characters are so well-written and, and I just don't want to be around those characters anymore. You know what I mean? Like, they're that... Is that toxic guy you know that you don't ever want to talk to anymore? You just want to leave it alone. I don't care if he gets hit by a car. I... I just don't want to be around him. And this show has got that. Yes. And it's because of the writing. It's because of the characterizations. It's because of the fact that the Claffin brothers are completely and absolutely clearly overstepping their boundaries as insurance agents. They're running an investigation into the death 
of the prick. You, you keep wanting to just scream. You're fucking insurance, guys. You don't have the right to ask these questions. But of course, no one knows, right? And everyone's feeling guilty. So they're just like, oh shit, are we in trouble? Like, it's a really cool dynamic throughout this whole show. It's a really cool dynamic. Yeah, I kept having to sit myself down because I kept saying like, look, if this happened to you and an insurance agent came by, you wouldn't know he can't ask you these questions. You won't know these things, right? So it is completely believable. It plays out beautifully. There is a really tense paintball game in episode three, I think, oh. where you just go like, oh my God. Ugh. Can I also just say, I don't know if she's been in much, but Eve Hewson is great. Bono's daughter is in this. Yes, Eve Hewson. Yeah. She was in that Netflix show where she was the lead. The only other thing I'd seen her in was Soderbergh's The Nick, which she was great in. But this is a completely different character from that that nurse in The Nick. All three have been completely different characters. Here she is, like you said, the the youngest, the I don't, I don't know about the bubbliest, but the one least concerned with the outcome almost of life, essentially, right? She's... She's very seat of her pants kind of kind of girl, and and it's it's a really great characterization for her, and a really different character. I think this is one of those slow burn shows that will have you talking for long after, because God knows, mm. I was left thinking, at which point would I be pushed to murder someone? Mm. And I think that's a question that these shows kind of always make us ask ourselves, right? Like. What would you do? I remember as I was watching the Sandman episode, Calliope. Yep. I was thinking to myself, how far would you go in a situation like that out of desperation? Murder and morality is something that is kind of drilled into us from a very, very young age. And I think shows like this kind of make us question what we think as being spoken for. Like we're all taught Killing is bad. Don't kill another human being, etc., etc., etc. But under what conditions might you do it? Murder isn't cool, right? Murder isn't cool. Murder isn't easy. There's an emotional reaction to it that we generally don't see on TV, right? You know, when when the guy when the CSI guys shoot a villain, it's just a oh yeah, he dies. I feel like this show meditates on the consequences and the decision making behind it a lot longer, and I think that serves it very, very well. Absolutely, yeah. Watch Bad Sisters. It's now streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. We cannot recommend it highly enough. Let us know what you think once you've seen it. You know how to reach out, GogglerMY, all of our social media feeds. You can also email us on podcast at goggler.my or send us a WhatsApp on the Goggler hotline, 012-524-5208. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Goggler Podcast.